Good morning, podcast. I'm Chef Ben, and this is Food in Five. And today we're looking at a brief history of Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. However you say it, it's delicious, uh, and it is a staple condiment on tables all over the English-speaking world. There are many brands of this pungent sauce on store shelves, but only one can call themselves the original. And that brand, the one that actually created the sauce of Worcester, is Lee and Perrins. The story of how they came to develop and promote this sauce has seen some facts lost to history. Despite some blurry lines, a story comes into focus once you start to dig. There are many different stories with differing facts and different subtleties, but they all seem to share a similar narrative. What I'm about to tell you is my best guess on what actually happened, based on all the stories I have encountered and some assumptions I have made to fill in the questionable areas. It was in 1830s England that Worcestershire sauce was first created. Earl Grey was Prime Minister, the Liverpool and Manchester Railways had just begun service, and there was a new king on the throne. Just a few years prior, John Wheelie Lee, a farm boy from a large family who had always dreamt of being a pharmacist, partnered with a man named William Henry Perrins to open a pharmacy. It was in this pharmacy, or chemist shop as it was called, where they were apparently approached by a, name, a man named Lord Sandy. Lord Sandy had been serving in Bengal, India, and had recently returned home to England. While living abroad, he had developed a taste for a sauce that was native to the area of India where he had been living. He could not find the sauce in England, so decided he would have to have it made. He approached Lee and Perrin with a list of ingredients and asked them to recreate the sauce. Lord Sandy's ingredient list included barley malt vinegar, spear vinegar, molasses, sugar, salt, anchovies, tamarind extract, onions, garlic, and a bunch of spices. Lee and Perrin went about rec uh, recreating the sauce for Lord Sandy based on the list of ingredients he had given them and the flavors he had described. Lee and Perrin created a sauce which they reluctantly presented to Lord Sandy and which they despised. Now some people say that Lord Sandy liked the sauce and went on his merry way, but this doesn't really add up with the rest of the story. I think that Lord Sandy probably disliked the sauce that Lee and Perrin made, him, uh, made for him and pretty much told them to shove it. The two were upset that they weren't able to create for Lord Sandy the sauce that he had requested. The problem was that they had made a lot of it and simply couldn't bring themselves to throw it all away. The barrels of sauce got pushed to the dark corners of their workshop and mostly forgotten about. It wasn't until about a year and a half later that Lee and Perrin remembered the barrels and decided it was time to throw them away as they were taking up too much space. As they were dumping the sauce, they noticed that it smelled much different than it did 18 months before when they had first made it. In fact, they actually liked how it smelled. They decided to give the sauce a try and to their amazement, they actually liked it. The sauce had aged, fermented, and matured and is something that was not only editable, but actually enjoyable. It didn't take long for Lee and Perrin to form the company that still bears their name. Through connections and willpower, they were able to get the sauce on the tables of dining halls on passenger ships coming and going from England. It wasn't long before the sauce they named after Worcester, the town they lived in, was on every table in England. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this has been a brief history of Worcestershire sauce.
You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, or you can check me out on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks, uh, or you can like and subscribe to this podcast, or and you can like and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, feel free to call in or send me some claps if you enjoy it, and I'll be back tomorrow with another great podcast episode. I hope that you have a great Thursday, and I'll see you tomorrow.